You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 335 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to the Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to be here today, and I love talking about this topic. Uh, It's a topic that I too struggled with, and sometimes even where I'm at today, I think if my weight pops up in a higher range than what I would like, I can see my mind going back to old ways of, oh my gosh, like I'm going to freak out and then I need to figure this out really fast and it doesn't help. But I want to say this to you because you're not the only one who feels this. Like this is still sometimes a normal thought that comes up in for my brain because I thought it for so long it just likes to come up and it, I feel like it's just trying to help me. My brain is trying to help me figure out this problem. And it's all about feeling like we are rush, like we're in a rush to lose weight. Like there's a sense of urgency, which then a lot of times causes a freak out. So I want to kind of challenge you to think about what if you made things doable versus being super restrictive and something that feels horrible. Like what if you allowed yourself the time to kind of peel back the layers on what caused the weight gain to begin with? Because here's the thing, when you find yourself freaking out, the pendulum swings, right? It's like one way or the other, you're kind of like screwed, I'm eating everything, or I'm like gonna go crazy and completely restrict. And you may be like in that phase where you're like, I'm trying to get my weight down and you're panicking and you're asking all your thin friends, what are they doing? What are they eating? You're listening to all the podcasts, you're reading all the books, you're intermittent fasting, you're like cutting all the carbs, whatever, whatever it is that makes you feel like you're in control because your weight is up or you are wanting to lose the weight faster. Um, just because you're in such like a panic. And so I just want to kind of talk about this to think about what could you do when you're in this mindset? What if you could just slow it down and really take a look at what you're doing? Like really being honest, right? Like to kind of slow that pendulum swinging back and forth, letting yourself become aware of what is actually happening stop living by default and living with intention. Because you know, when we freak out, it can easily go to this black and white and it doesn't have to be that. Oftentimes that leads us into that urgency stage and that really just causes us to be stressed out more, causes us to feel burnt out and then potentially put more weight on because of the stress. So let's look look at this deeper, okay? What are we doing and why? You know, I think the thing is, is like, it's easy to think like, well, I don't know how I gained the weight or what's actually happening. Why am I not losing? I want to lose fast. I want to be a certain weight by this time. But I just want to encourage you that like, if you could slow it down and really just be okay with it, what are the thoughts that come to your mind? Like kind of like, what are those thoughts that are making you freak out? I just want you to kind of stop. Like if you were to say to yourself, Give yourself a time frame. Like if you're like, I want to lose weight in a month and that feels fast. What if I what if you said to your brain, I'm gonna give myself six months to lose this weight? I want you to kind of close your eyes and tell yourself that. What comes up for you? Like what is the thing that 
like prevents you from actually taking the time. It could be, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be as thin as I hoped for summer. I'm not going to get into a bathing suit. This is going to take forever. Like what are those thoughts that are coming at you that are making you feel like you need to go into like this major restriction and kind of be a little bit psycho on it, right? Like you're just like, ah, you're like running around. You may not be doing that on the outside, but your mind's doing that in the side. It's like you have like this little person in your mind running around screaming as if they're on fire. What is it that your brain is telling you when you say, I'm going to take longer, whatever that longer time frame is, what is it telling you? And that's the thing that you need to pay attention to. And that's the thing that you need to come up with answers to that problem that it's creating, right? So for example, let's just use, you want to lose weight in a month, but you're like, oh, I want to, I, like your brain's like, no, we got to get into this bathing suit. What if you said to your brain, okay, what if we just get a new bathing suit and we keep that one for next year? What about that? Or you're like, I don't know. I'm not going to wear shorts. Okay. What if you just wear a long skirt this summer? Or maybe you feel better in, in um, skirts. They don't have to be long, but maybe shorter skirts or dresses. Can you get to a place that you feel a little bit more calm? I know you may be like, yeah, but I really wanted to wear that bathing suit. But, but that is what's driving you to feel that freak out. What if you could get yourself to where you're calm so that you could really think about how can I do this and not feel rushed? So I'm going to keep this episode a little bit shorter because... If you're finding yourself in a panic, the last thing you need is an hour-long podcast to take notes from, okay? So I just want you to carve out some time. And even if it's at a stoplight or while you're washing the dishes or school pickup, I want you to think about these questions that I'm going to ask you and answer them in your mind. Or if you have paper or you want to come back to this and answer them, go ahead and do that. But the first question I want to ask you is, what is the, mo- what is the most in- important thing to you? And what I mean by that is, what is the kind of life you want to be living? Like the things that bring you joy and inspire you. I think sometimes when we think about this, I do this with my clients a lot, and sometimes it's hard for them to do this, but I want you just to think about it. What is the most important thing to you? Like, what is it that you really want out of your life? I think the thing is, we think we want to be thin, I think a lot of us think like being thin will solve all our problems. But let me tell you, have you had thin friends that are stressed out? Yeah, because everybody gets stressed out. That is life. So like if you can get past that part that you're like, if I was just thinner, everything would be better. It's like, what life are you looking for? You know, like for me, I would love to like, I would love to live by water eventually, you know, and to be able to go kayaking or, you know, um, paddle boarding and doing more of those things to have access to water. I would love to be by the beach at some point um, down the road and who knows how far down the road, but I'm just giving you an idea. Like that would be more, that would be more fun to me than to not being by the water. And like, how could you be more active? I would love to live by um, live in a town that I could walk to things like walk to coffee shops and do all these things. I'm giving you like a big picture. Okay. But what are the things that you want for your life? What are important to you? What are the things that are important to you? It could be going out with friends. It could be having family time, game night. It could be going camping. It could be whatever that is. That needs to be the driver for your life. Okay. Because I think we get so caught up in like our size, like what weight do we need to get to? What size do we need to get to? And therefore that will dictate how great our life is. That is not true. 
I know we think that's true, but that isn't true. So I really want you to just kind of think about what is important to you. What kind of life do you want to be living? Okay. The second thing that I want to be talking about is more towards the weight. If you could eat in a way that is so nourishing and healing for your body, what would it look like? Now, I want you to pretend that you don't already have daily habits of eating certain things. And like, you know, for example, maybe you're like, oh, but I know like at my break at 2 p.m. or you're kind of like at the end, like the second half of my day at work, I always want to go get a candy bar because I'm tired. Or you're like, oh, I always have a glass of wine at dinner. And I say, I don't want to be drinking all throughout the week, maybe for the weekend. Or I always like eat something when the kids go down and I sit myself in front of Netflix. Let's pretend all of those habits are not there. Okay. Let's start with a clean blank canvas. You know, like when you move, you get to decide where you want all your stuff to go. You even decide, do I even want to bring this stuff? Does this stuff even work in my new house? It may not. And so you get to start with a clean slate versus you being in a house that you've been in for a long time. And you're like, the furniture I know goes in these places and it's fine. Let's just leave it because it's worked for so long. This is what I know. That's what my house looks like. You know, it's kind of hard to change it. I think sometimes we get that way with what we're eating. It's like we are so in this like autopilot that it's hard for us to think about like, well, how could I ever stop eating at night when the kids go down? Because that is what I do to relax. So clean slate. Like if you could think about what would you want to be doing? What would you want to be eating that would be nourishing and healing for your body? Okay. So think about these things. And like I said, you can come back to it and write it down if you want. So the thing of that, the thing that I want you to think about with this is I think as we get older, especially if we're in perimenopause, and by the way, that can start as early as 35. So if you're kind of like, I'm in my late 30s, I'm not even there yet, this could easily pertain to you. Um, I've had enough doctors on the show talking about perimenopause that I have come to realize that it starts in your late 30s for women. Not every, not every woman, but it does. And so I say this because if you are in perimenopause or going into menopause and you or you are in menopause, you may be thinking differently on what you're doing with your body, how you're eating, how's that showing up. And so I want you to slow down enough to notice this. I'm going to give you an example, okay? As you are getting older, you may notice that maybe you shouldn't be drinking as much coffee as you used to. Maybe you used to be able to drink it and now you're like, man, I can't really drink coffee after this amount of time, you know, because it keeps me up. But you're like, it didn't used to do that. Or maybe it's giving you heart palpitations. You're like, oh, maybe I should stop drinking coffee. Maybe you're just like, I don't know if I can eat this many carbs. I don't really feel that great. I feel bloated or I feel tired. Maybe you're like, I don't know if I can keep drinking the amounts that I was used to drinking, even though I was just having a glass of wine every night, I kind of feel tired the next day. These are the kind of things that I want you to think about. You know, as you get older, you start to get signals, but a lot of times you kind of like tune them out and go, yeah, I don't want to deal with that because this is what I've been, this is what I've been used to doing and I want to stay with it. Right. But I want you to think about like, how could you best nourish your body? I've said this on uh, several podcasts of mine that I have noticed that if I eat sugar, processed sugar, 
it kind of changes my emotional state. Like I don't feel as energized and I kind of feel like I can get irritable. I don't know if it's the crash after the sugar. I didn't used to feel that. And this is just something that I've noticed that I'm like, okay, it has to probably be really worth it for me to eat that sugar because I know it may mess up my mental state. And I have to decide if that's really worth it. So these are the kind of things that I'm talking about are things like impacting your sleep. Are things impacting your joint pains? Are things impacting your energy? Like just take a look and slow down and think about the things that could really nourish your body and possibly heal your body instead of being like, what should I be eating in order to be skinny? Because I think that's the thing that backfires. If we can come from a different perspective, if we can think about what could actually make our body work at its best and make us feel the best, I feel like coming from that place feels so different than being like, okay, so I had this many calories and I'm depriving myself and I'm just hoping that I can be a certain weight on the scale and that's why I'm doing it, right? That doesn't feel very life-giving. And to me, it kind of I don't know. It, it it takes away your power where it, this way you're like, I want to feel my best. So I'm giving myself the power. And so I think if we can kind of stop looking at the foods and how it's impacting us on the scale, but maybe like how it's impacting us for our quality of life, I think that is very different. So I would like for you to like write down those things. Like what would you like to leave out of your eating? And, or, and then you could even write down during the week, like, okay, I only want to have a drink or two on the weekends, not during the week, right? Or I'd like to have some sugar, but only on the weekend or whatever. If you want to do that, right? Like to kind of be very intentional and sit down and just take a look at that, okay? All right. So the other thing that I really want you to just think about is if you came from a place of looking at what you were consuming and versus like, I just need to need to do this because I want to feel thin and thinking about what does this do for my body? I think it will slow down that sense of panic, that sense of urgency to lose the weight. You'll come from a place that you're like, maybe you'll actually turn it to like, I'd like to feel better faster versus like, I need to lose weight faster, right? Like if you knew, if you could reduce your sugar intake and your joints would feel better, you may actually do that quicker. And to me, it's like, that's more life-giving. Like if you can go and do the things, that's why I said before, what is important to you? What is the most important thing to you? If it's hiking and all that, and you need your joints not to hurt and sugar's doing that, you may be like, yeah, this isn't worth it, but it has nothing to do with the weight. It's all about creating the life that you truly want, creating the body that is going to feel the best, right? And then I think in essence, it will get you to the, like your goal weight, your goal body, naturally. Now I say this with you in mind, thinking like you may be like, but I want to be 115 and maybe you eating foods that are nourishing you and healing you. And you are now in your mid forties and you're like, um, I don't know if I can even get to 115, maybe doing all of this. I'm only going to be 130. And for you, that might be really heavy. Maybe somebody else, they're like, I wanted to be 150 and eating healthy and nourishing foods and doing what I'm doing to feel my best. I'm at 180. I do want us to think a little bit differently that we don't have the bodies that we did in our 20s or before kids or before perimenopause or before menopause. Like things are different. We are not the same. That's like saying an 11 year old girl, a nine year old girl, like, 
should look the same as a 16 year old girl that that that's not happening. Like, and if a girl had that mindset that a 16 year old girl wanted to look like a nine year old girl, I mean, that's a reality that is going to be really hard to face. And I think we do that with our age process. As we get older, we're just still clinging on to wanting to be like in our twenties. And then I think that really damages like our soul because we're constantly fighting this. Now, this is not to say we should just throw everything out the window and eat Cheetos. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying what is nourishing and healing to your body. And where does your body like to settle when you're doing that? And you know that you are doing the things that you would really like. So with that in mind, I want you to give yourself that space to take time to think about what you're doing, write it down and see if this is working for you. Like what you're actually doing. Cause you know, I do this with my clients. We really look at what they're eating and then we break it down and then we go over like the thoughts that they have that go along with what they are eating and why they're eating. And then sometimes we eat to buffer and I've done a whole episode on this. You could look it up. You could look up buffering. And when we buffer, we don't want to deal with the things. So we choose to eat. So say you don't want to feel sad or mad or frustrated, then you choose food. But by doing that, you may be putting on extra weight because you're just not allowing yourself to feel those feelings. So sometimes with my clients, we up-level their food. So after we kind of look at everything and figure out why they're eating, we up-level the food to see if what they're eating is kind of impacting them in a certain way that might not be positive and it may not be the best choice for their body. And so we try to up level to see if that fits and feels better. And that's something that you can do as you're kind of tracking what you're doing and seeing like, what is not working for me? You will know if you start tracking, you will figure out like, if you write little notes, you will know like, okay, I don't feel so great. or I feel tired or I fear, I feel irritated or my joints hurt, or I don't feel great the next day. Oh, I had this last night. Like if you start really paying attention and you know, if you guys want to hear a success story, one of my clients, I had her on Christy, it's episode 327. And she tells us how it worked for her to lose over 40 pounds. And she's still working with me. Um, We're still working on getting her to her goal. And it wasn't an overnight thing, but the changes she made will be long lasting so that she will be able to successfully keep her weight off when she gets to her goal weight. And I think that is one of the key things that people freak out that they're like, I'm going to lose the weight, but then I'm going to gain it all back. So I just want to encourage you that like, this is possible, that you can figure out how to lose weight in a sustainable way so that you keep your weight off. So here's the thing, you guys, I'm going to end with this. If you want to take a look at your food and you need help brainstorming some ideas to change up things, and maybe you want some help with up-leveling, grab a 30-minute free coaching session with me, okay? And we will come up with a plan for you so that you can implement it the moment we get off the Zoom call. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. And if you don't find a time that works, just email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com or you can DM me at mominspiredliving. All right, you guys, I can't wait to meet you. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, I would love for you to tag me at mominspiredliving on IG story so I can personally thank you for sharing this. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. 